and welcome. It's the Three Wine Guys giving you our Three Wine Guys blogcast. 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 Nice. So it, it's Scott here with... Uh, Steve-O. I'm Terry. And Terry, we're the Three Wine Guys. Uh, this, if you haven't listened to us before, uh, first off, you can reach us at threewineguys.com. That's our website, our homepage. And info at threewineguys.com. Info at threewineguys.com. Send us your questions, comments, anything. Pictures. Buy some three wine gear from our site and send us pictures. But having said this, every once in a while we like to do a blogcast. Which what is a blogcast? It's what are we drinking? What what's not covered in our website? It's sort of like what daily what, It's sort of like our, our what our week is. Uh, what we've been drinking, you know. Right. It's like what you drink at home. Not necessarily all three of us together. Right, Sometimes but cumulatively. Together, yeah, cumulative so. drinking. I mean, right now we're 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 drinking 2003 uh, Burgundy right now, but uh, and it may make the broadcast. It may not. Yeah, well, it'll, everything makes the broadcast, whether or not it makes the actual broadcast podcast. Right. That's the big question. And That's the blog, the, uh, can, you can get the blog, of course, by going yeah. to threewineguys.com. Yeah, right so. now this is the La Poussière d'Or. La Poussière. La Poussière. La Poussière. La Poussière from Volnay. And, and then uh, we also uh, just opened up a... Uh, the St. Hallett from uh, Australia. Hallett. Oh, the Shiraz. Australian awesome. Um, having said that, who wants to start? I, I would love to start. And, and I just, I'm geared up to talk about this. Um, when we did our, our 2003 California Syrah podcast, I got a lot of comments from people saying, hey, one, you sounded like you were trashed. And yeah, I was trashed. Mm-hmm. And two, I got <laughs> I got comments saying, you were so fired up. Why are you so upset? I was so upset because I'm a huge fan of Syrah. To me, it's one of my favorite grapes. It's one of my favorite varietals. And I was just really, really pissed that the grapes that we did that night sucked. And the fact that I said, "Hey, you guys, trust me. I'll bring all the. I'll bring them all." Four, three to four bottles at night. Well, one of them, them are, one of them yeah. I brought. I brought the yeah, packs, which, right, which was was kick ass for seventy bucks. Right, it was expensive. Yes. Yeah. So. so I was expecting some of the wines, and the thirty dollars were okay, and everything else was yeah. Anyway, so um, in a recent periodical, one of the editors was talking about. New Shiraz. He was talking about uh, St. Um, Lucia um, Shirazes in particular. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how, you know, uh, these Shirazes are really, uh, sorry, Shiraz are really coming around. They're, they're really doing their own unique type of thing. And he talked about how intriguing they were and how they had these grapefruit notes. And I got immediately, I was livid. I was pissed because I was thinking back to the Shiraz that we did. And I was thinking, man, I I, I would have really bothered me about the Shiraz that we had. They were really tart and acidic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, if I want tart and acidic, I'll drink a freaking white. I won't, sure. I won't spend, I won't spend 20, 30, 40 bucks on a Syrah. I mean, people say, well, hey, it's unique. It's interesting. You know, for people who like white, they can drink a red now. No, that's bullshit. If I want a grapefruit, <laughs> I'll eat a grapefruit. I won't eat an apple. If I want an apple, I'll eat an apple. You right. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Anyway, that's my point. So last night, or I should say yesterday, we opened up Novi's uh, Santa Lucia, wow. which was mentioned in the article. We opened it up, and it sucked. It sucked. I'm not going to say it. It was terrible. And let me just tell you, here are the flavor notes. I'm going to check my notes for a second. It was beef jerky, uh, peppered beef jerky, and pickle juice. Wow. What's the cost of this Novi? 24 bucks. 
25. What so year? Again, 2003. Again, you're talking about Saran, you're pissed off. Yeah, but, and again, from Novi, because if you listen to our podcast. We did Novi before, haven't the, we? Did. The Nova Sonoma was Wine Spectator's Top 100 Wines of the Year. The Nova Napa we did, that sucked. And then the Santa Lucia, which I had last night. <laughs> Sorry. That sucked. Now, I will say this. I have not had their Sonoma, which made a top 100. So I'm not saying that they suck. I'm saying that those wines suck. Also, the same winemakers, they also do Sidori Pinot Noir. And I have had a Sidori Pinot Noir recently, and I'll, I'm even going to bring it up. And uh, it was very, very good. So I'm not writing these guys off, but let, 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 I just want to let them know that they're on my shit list, and they better get their, their act together, or I'm going to keep hammering them. Yeah. So I'm done with that. T bones up with his uh, what you drink. So was that was that too much information? Was that too no, much information? No, that's right on. No, I just hit the bell because it's fun to do it. Ah. It's the uh, if you haven't heard it before, we've installed the belligerent Stevo bell. So yeah. So I went I went to a liquor store in the city and I found this the this store and they had cherry um, refill. Oh sure, I'm drinking. No, I'll get I got it. Continue. I'm, I'm coming over. We got extension cords. So we got the love going on here. So, so they had. Um, Great, great liquor store up on uh, North Lincoln Avenue. Um, I won't mention their name right quite yet, uh, but Not until they advertise. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Give us some green, biatch. Not until I'm getting paid. But it's in Lincoln Square on Lincoln, uh, North Lincoln Avenue. Well, now you're being MapQuest. Yeah. Being MapQuest. <laughs> but I tell you what, great liquor store, great wine store, only wine they sell. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was looking through. Their selection, and I came across um, Bacco or Baccio Divino. Baccio Divino. Baccio Divino. Baccio Divino. Baccio Divino. I first read about Super Tuscan. Them. Super Tuscan. They do a, they do their own version of a Super Tuscan in uh, Napa Valley. I read about them first in a um, in a uh, GQ magazine. Oh, I thought you were going to say hustler like no. the Greeks, like Steve. And I read about it. I signed up for the mailing list, and I, the first year I, I signed up, I, I ordered a bottle of it or two bottles of mm-hmm. it. I drank one of them. They allowed you to, to order. I remember you told me about that too. And it was amazing. I think, I think a lot of the magazines gave it like about ninety four, ninety six rating. Amazing bottle line. So, looking through this wine shop, I, I came across a second growth from them. It's called Pazzo. Turn around the bottle. I was like, wonder what Pazzo was. Turn around, Baccio Divino. It's like I'm buying this right away. Oh. And the, the unique, the uniqueness of, of this wine is is what it's com- composed of. Uh, it has 66% Sangiovese, 23% Cab, 7% Petit Syrah, 4% Viognier. Um, when I first saw the label, very excited about it. Wow, that, that's definitely a very interesting blend. And well, that's how that's how they do, they make their premier label as yeah. well. And it has that Petit Syrah always mixed in with Sangiovese, yeah. which is completely different. I think I've yeah. never seen it before. Well, seeing my you know my parents are Dutch Comanche, John Cocktiston toy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dutch Comanche. That's an interesting name. Yeah, Dutch Comanche. <laughs> Because I was going to say, yeah, exactly. You're goddamn right, Fletch. Got you, baby. No, but I was saying, interesting blend. So I mean, that's a that's a really good blend. I was really excited about this because it was a unique blend. And I had the one bottle which I haven't had in over four or five years. So it's sitting in my cellar waiting to open. Um, I bought it. The one thing that that stood out with this to me um, was the acidity. 
and I let it. I was thinking, I let it open for like a couple hours. Decanted it. The acidity never left it. Um, the wine has this uh, rich, uh, ripe cherry finish to it. Um, it's an interesting wine. I want to go back to it maybe a year from now. Well, let me say this. And um, are we going to do the the whole question and answer thing? Yeah, that's there? going to be another podcast. Okay. The, uh, well, okay. Viewer, so, uh, or a listener mail. Okay. So for those of you who don't get to that, but anyway, you should. But let me just bring this up. A lot of times people ask, what sort of certain maladies in wine will fade? Mm-hmm. If a wine's over acidic, the acidity that's not going to fade. If it's over acidic, and it's always going to be there. Huh? No, that well, well, the thing is, is that the fruit's never going to compensate for it. Overly tannic. That's fine. That's but acidic. acidic? This no. Is acidic. Just like those that Serata fucking pissed me off that I want to kill somebody <laughs> over. But that grapefruit juice was never ever gonna fade. The fruit was never gonna suppress that grapefruit juice. Crap. If you look at my notes though on our website, the one thing I'm I put on there. I'm not this angry. I'm, I'm no, I understand. This this one. So the notes, the notes are at uh, threewineguys.com. Yes, on our blog. And I said interesting wine. Yet I would pass on this wine. You can find better at this. Better blends at this price, and that's yeah. what sort of got me a little upset. It's it twenty five dollars, oh, and I was like, you know what? I've had a lot better wines that are less than this. And we're all about value. Uh, hey, hey, by the way, I can tell right now. Remember that that Vitiano that we did, that Filesco Vitiano mm-hmm. for ten bucks? I bet that was better than that. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and just so you know, the next review that I do, so stick around. It's very very positive. So well, that's a what I'm teaser. Gonna I'm going to bring a little love to this. I had the two thousand three Larkmead Vineyards or Firebell. This is a uh, 54% Merlot, 31% Cab Sauv. Where the hell did you get that? And uh, actually, I I went on their website and I joined their wine club. There's no waiting list. There's no magic to it. By the way, I didn't know you know like you liked Lark Me because I had two bottles of 2001 Merlot. Wow. I opened them one up last weekend for the for the Ger- with the German checks. Wow. Yeah, that was by the 2001 Merlot. Uh, you like it or? <laughs> Well, we can get to me later, but that, that's, yeah. that wasn't even part of the podcast. Nice, but this was this was great. Rock me is good stuff. It was great. Yeah, this this I I gave it an A minus. It was so damn good. It was a little young, but this, shout out to Rod. Yeah, it was showy. I put that on there. Um, a young balance. Uh, let it breathe for an hour. We got questions on how long to decant stuff like that. We'll get into it in our viewer, listener, slash whatever mail. So, having said this, for now, if you can't hold back and you're going to drink it, decant it for at least, like, you know, an hour How much is it a bottle? Uh, 45 bucks, but I gotta tell you, it is so worth it, man. This this blew me away. First time having Larkmead, and I gotta give them two big thumbs up. Let it breath breath or let it breathe? Yeah, I can't freaking spell, so anyhow. It'll be fixed by the time this is podcasted, so. Mm -hmm. You're up, Steve-O. Well, I'm not sure what to go with. What do you got to do? do something positive. No, no, I am, but I I, I can either go with a New Zealand Samuel Blanc or a Californian Chardonnay. What do you want to hear? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Either of the whites, whatever you'd like, man. We both love whites. Okay, well, I'll do one because it's a little more, it's a little bit funner in name, and that's Huya. Funner? Yeah, more fun. <laughs> By the way, as soon as I said that, I realized I said that <laughs> because I almost broke up with a girl because she used to always say funner. I'm like, it's not funner, it's more fun, and I'm a grammar freak. But after a few, you know, a few glasses, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, but the name of it is Huya. Huya. Is that New Zealand or what? Yeah, it's from New Zealand. Uh, from, <laughs> Huya. From, uh, Huya. Uh, New Zealand Samuel How Blanc. do you spell Huya? H U I A. 
Hoo-yah. Wow. Hoo-yah. Hoo-yah. Because it's short, you want to say it short. Hoo-yah. 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 Um, a lot of times, uh, if, if, I, if I have any complaint about um, New Zealand Sablancs, is that they can be too grapefruity. And um, now, once again, I served this uh, to one taste and I did earlier in the week. And I served it under ideal conditions. And what I mean by ideal conditions, it was probably about about 50 degrees. And uh, New Zealand Pinot Noirs are really up and coming because it's really similar to Oregon. as the, uh, From a... Uh, well, Climatic standpoint, they're very similar, but their Sauv Blancs are are better better in a way that uh, Oregon will ever be because of the volcanic soil that they have in New Zealand. It just it's really conducive to to that grade. And they got that ring down there. Yeah, that 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 ring, the, the ring of power, <laughs> yeah. just really comes through in the in the wine. <laughs> the Corona. You yeah, mean? Frodo's looking yeah. for it, but what the fuck? What are you gonna do? Oh man. Anyway, um, but let me describe the wine to you. Um. As it got warmer, it became more grapefruity. But when it was still slightly, you know, chilled, um, it had this really nice citrus to it. It had a great sort of melon, a little bit of uh, – I'm trying to think of the, the right word for it. A lot of Sauvignon Blancs, they had this grassiness to it, um, the grassiness to the wine in, a, in an herbal sense, which mm-hmm. is good. If it's bad, it gets like, you know, like, like an old green pepper. And uh, anyway, the and wine nothing's, itself... Nothing's worse than an old green pepper. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that, but right it's, on, bad, it's bad. But anyway, but let me just talk about this Huya Sauvignon Blanc. Ooh, Extremely yeah. balanced. Uh, it was crisp and acidic without being overly so. And that's one of the problems you might have with a lot of whites. Mm-hmm. And when we do Sauvignon Blanc, oh, that's yeah. going to be my, my challenge for you guys, is to find one that you guys will like. Because I know you particularly don't like you know acidic whites. And uh, it'll be a good good challenge for me to find one for you. But anyway, I'm up to it. I would definitely bring this Huya for that. This Huya to me it goes for, it retails for about 16 bucks. Uh, the 2005 just came on the market. It's very very popular. It's been already been really highly rated, but um, it's a very balanced, really really nice Sauvignon Blanc. I can't say enough good things about it. Um, if you've had a New Zealand, a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc before. Um, this to me uh, blows away some of the others that are a little bit more prestigious or a little bit more popular. Um, and if you haven't, to me, this would be the best introduction to that style of wine. And that's all I can say. I'm out. Ooh. Cool, baby. I'm going to go in. Yeah, I'm going to Bogle. Everyone probably knows Bogle. Yeah, podcast uh, or actually on the blogcast we reviewed uh, Bogle. I think it was in our first blogcast, which I didn't realize. Or not blogcast, but in our first blog. Yeah, which is no, about, no, probably about no, over a year 2002 ago. Yeah. was. Yeah. 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 Well, I bought the bottle. Uh, and by the way, people do say Boggle. Is it Boggle? Or is it it's Boggle, oh, isn't it's it? Bo- of course it is. It's Boggle. Booger? Booger. <laughs> booger. <laughs> Bringing it down a notch here. Booger. Bringing it down. Do you say Booger or you say Boger? I like Booger. Or Booger. Yeah. Booger. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bogle, baby. That's what I thought. That's so, right, right. Um, this is the 2003 uh, Phantom. And I think the minute you pick up this bottle, you realize it's a little bit something different from Bogle. Yeah. It's got a nice thick glass to it. Um, Some weight behind it. Black label, black glass. And it costs a little bit more than what you'd probably find from a Bogle as well. And um, It's going to be about, it's gonna be maybe five, probably about 10 bucks more than, Bog- than Bogle. other Bogle wines. This is a great blend. blend. Of uh, Petite Syrah, 39, it's 59% Petite Syrah. 60. Yeah, 60 for the most part. 39% Zinfandel, 2% Mavedra. And 
Now the last wine that I just 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 touched base with on it was a nice it was a, it was a unique blend as well. This too, um, sort of unique with the Petite Syrah and Zinfandel. You got a lot of spice on that combination. Yet the fruit really stood out with this. Spicy to juicy. It, Spicy to juicy. It, this was one of my favorite wines that I've had of recent. Well, I remember uh, Scott brought the O the O2 for Me us. Too. And I just remembered, um, to me, what, 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 uh, two, two words that I thought of. And by the way, you had it. So do me a favor, just picture it because I haven't had this yet. One of the O2, I thought of dense and sweet. Uh, a little bit more spice on this. Good. Like sweetness. Nice. Good. And yeah, cranberry is what the. Really? Yeah, nice. got a little bit of cranberry and cherry notes on the finish. Uh, actually, and then cinnamon and vanilla. And for the the money, 17 bucks. That's a good deal. The value was there. This is Bogle's probably one of their best wines that they produce, maybe one of their more expensive bottles. So you know a lot of effort went into this. Yeah. And if you're spending that much, or that little, I should say. And it is. It This is like, I wouldn't put it up there with like a Dauroush bottle, but it's oh. pretty damn close. I mean, it's definitely has some weight to it. And when you, and I know you shouldn't buy wine because of the bottle or whatever, but if they're going to spend money, they're not going to waste money on a crap wine. All right. Usually so, and def- and no, it's a cool looking bottle. The, the name says Phantom. It, it's, you know, it's it's a cool bottle. It's dark. I, I, to me, it's something to impress yeah, it's a statement bottle. Yeah, it's a statement. Oh, nice. Well, hold on. God damn it. It is a statement. I've never used that phrase in my entire a life. State bottle? Yeah. Statement bottle. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a statement bottle. Yeah. Balance. And that's what the last one had, the last one I talked about did not have from uh, from Baccio Divino. This one had balance. This one, too, is going to be easily, easy, a little bit more readily available to everybody else. Uh, at 17 bucks. I don't know what retail is, probably 20, Steve-O. 15 to 20. 15 to 20. If you find it, buy it. I agree. Drink it, pop it open, drink it right away. You're going to enjoy it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go with Old Faithful. This is the 2004 Penner Ash Wine Cellars Pinot Noir. Just came out. This is, if you can find it, and by the time this is released, it's already in the stores, run out, and buy it. This the O three Penner Ash was awesome. Like some forty five bucks. This is just a wow wine. My brother who is a diehard Pinot fan had never had Penner Ash before and Candy Ash. No. <laughs> um you're being belligerent now. Um no, but this I, I uh, mean subliminal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the this to me, I'm telling you, if you're gonna have an Oregon from the help me out with my bushy Willamette. Willamette we, we call these guys. Remember? We yeah. Them, yeah, Willamette. Willamette. Actually, yeah, you're right. I called Penner Ash to get the uh, pronunciation, and I still mess it up, but story of my life. But anyhow, uh, if you want to hear the review on our 2003 Penner Ash, it's on our, uh, on our website, 31guys.com. We yeah. will be uh, revisiting Oregon Pinot again, but this We're is... We're definitely doing that. Again, forty-five uh, bucks, Penarash. Oh, this is gonna be this this this, this is gonna be on our, without a doubt. I hope so because I want to drink it again, and I've I've actually bought a couple bottles of this too already. So it's uh, and I'm buying mine this week. So yeah, great, great tomorrow. Great, can, I can't recommend it enough. So Stevo. Wow. Well, um, for me, I was uh, wait, wait, am I back? Actually, it was Terry's yeah, before no, me or no? Yeah, how you doing? Okay, thanks. Um. <laughs> The uh, the one that I the the other white wine that I had that I wanted to talk about was um, Hartford Chardonnay, and um, the reason I wanted to bring this up is that uh, 
I drank Hartford's Pinot Noir and their Zinfandel. And they're both around in the very low 20s. The one thing that upsets me, at my house, I've got a little cash. Not arms cash, but cash. The stump Stevo pile. And the Hartford Zinfandel's in there. And the fact that you've already had it, that's coming out of the cash. Because I don't want to bring a bottle out and you say, oh, I've had it. What's the of the year? Great. Now we're getting into vintages. But go ahead. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) So you're having the Hartford uh, Chardonnay. So um, I... the. Let me first of all say that uh, Hartford it used to be at one time was called Hartford Court. So for people who may have known Hartford Court, anyway, um, that they, was when they're in the tennis business, so. right? When, when before Chris Everett left, right? Okay, because Billie Jean King came in, they got in a fight, and blah blah blah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, good. Or do <laughs> Anyway, um, Hartford uh, dollar for dollar, they make phenomenal stuff. They're um, the best thing you can say to describe their wines is being complex and elegant across the board. And um, their Zen, to me, uh, is almost a little bit – when I think of my favorite Zins, when I think when I think of my favorite Zins is the Bialis, the Turleys, um, you know, some of the single vineyard stuff out there, like from Edmund's stuff, stuff that they coat your teeth that you have to brush for four fucking days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that stuff, like, it's like, seriously, you tell the girls, hey, get out of the room. The guy's not working some cigars. We're over <laughs> to Papala Bialy. Skedaddle. See you, in, see you in three hours. Right. Um, but uh, the nice thing about Hartford is that they've got this sort of elegance about them, even even though the wine, even though the wine has got that, that story, it's like, Big burly, kick-ass, masculine sense about it. It's got this this elegant this elegant pedigree about it. You know, almost like you know a lot of the uh, the clove and a lot of stuff we get in a good pinot like we have in front of us now. Mm-hmm. You get that in in their zen, but uh, and their pinot itself is phenomenal. But I'm talking about their chardonnay, which I just had. I had a 2003, and the 2003 I would describe as light, crisp, elegant. Um, really nice green apple flavors, but I'm I'm already going to go ahead and jump, and I'm just going to skip it because I thought it was a pretty good wine. Ordered the 2003 for a wine tasting, got the 2004 that was just released, and two, the 2004 is fucking balls out fantastic. Really? Um, How much is this? Twenty bucks. Well, less than twenty. Retail twenty. Huh. And. Um, if I brought that in, remember that we did those Chardonnays, you know, all those Chardonnays that we had, and some were just phenomenal. I would have put that up to it was uh, it was just a f- phenomenal wine. I mean, did not drink like a twenty dollars Chardonnay. You guys aren't really into Chardonnays, but I'm just telling you, it was that everything you liked about no. Chardonnay it had. It was um, it had this great uh, balance between apple, a little bit of pineapple, but apple and pear had awesome toasty oak. More French or Californian style? Definitely more French. Because it was more elegant. It wasn't bam in your face. It wasn't oak. No, it was light but elegant. had a little bit of butteriness to it, but not but rich buttery. Light and elegantly uh, buttery. It was just a really, really nice wine. The best one I had since that, I mean, under $20, I can think of an Australian Chardonnay, which I already reviewed, so I'm not going to bring it up again. But um, this wine was phenomenal. If you're looking for anything under in the twenty dollar range, you're looking for good red. A good red. If you're in a, in a restaurant and you see a Hartford, buy it. It's worth it. Yeah, they're phenomenal good. wines. And that's all I gotta say. Cool. Steve out. Steve out. My last wine, which I can go over, is uh, from Leasingham. It is uh, from Clare Valley, from uh, Australia. 
2002 Bin 61 Shiraz. What's the price on this? It was about twenty at twenty one, twenty two dollars. Wow. And I'll tell you what, uh, maybe one of the worst wines I've had all year. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. One more. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, this was uh, gamey. Oh. Like, like, <laughs> like a dead deer gamey. A little bit gamey like that. Yeah. No fruit at all. I let it sit for like two hours. He <laughs> went back to the money. I thought it was corked, but the, it, who, needs, it, who needs fruit? So was it Mad Dog? It was a Mad Dog Twenty Twenty like. That was a belligerent bell. I tell you <laughs> what, it, I, it was so spicy and it was uh, it was so a little overwhelming almost. I uh, I don't know. I I was so disappointed. Oh, I've never. Had, I mean, the last night train I had was a little bit spicy. The Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. When you little, think about when you think about Australia and twenty bucks and what that can get you in a Shiraz, you can get you things that knock your socks off. This one is just completely disappointing. It's, but you know what? I, this isn't first, even good at five dollars. Remember, I gave you I gave you a shit. I gave you immediate shit when you told me, but I wasn't giving you shit. I was more pissed at the fact that the least damn sucked. No, no, I was giving you shit because what the you, but here's why I'm but that I'm happy about it in, in this sense. People think that oh, Spanish wines are hot. Mm-hmm. I can just go and buy a good Spanish red. Oh, right. Argentine wines are hot. I can get a kick-ass South America South South American wine. No, you can't. Right. I mean, you might. I mean, if you've had good luck with a, with a winemaker before, of course, continue with them. But if you don't know anything, better ask. And sometimes, unfortunately, a chef is not your best, no. or or the wine man, or the no, the manager. They're not is, your best advocate. They're not your best advocate, and and that's unfortunate. And that's the reason why you want to come to us. Personally, if I were if I were you, if I was going to a restaurant, like I'm going to a date tomorrow, and the first thing we did is, you know, I'm like, hey, we're gonna, I'm, I might be going to this, 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 or this restaurant. So the first thing I'm doing is I'm checking out the wine list to see what they got, yeah, to see what I can order. And um, if the wine list sucks, in case of one restaurant, the wine list sucks. So guess what? Steve ain't going there. They're cute, don't yeah. Yeah. But the, this wine to me was just—it was honestly one of the most disappointing bottles I've ever had. It was the reason why I bought it because it's something sort of new, nothing I, I hadn't heard of it before. It was a little bit older. It was a 2002, something I could probably drink now. Good vintage. It was a good vintage. So. Asked the the person behind the counter, "What do you think of this?" Oh, that's great! You gotta try it. Brought it home. Absolutely disappointed. Absolutely wow. disappointed. No fruit at all. Never ever once that taste blackberry. Um, just, too, just, a spice, just spice all the way. It was just, just spice all t- the way. Tabasco juice. Almost, yeah. And for me, hey, this might be, maybe some of our viewers have, or listeners have listened, and they like leasing him. Maybe I got a bad vintage here. I went online just to see what I bought after I got it, and I saw some reviews of it. And um, usually, I don't always agree with them. The online, you know, major publications. Sure. This case, I did. This wow. case, I really did. Because I was like, wow, it's Terry, awful. Terry, um, you drink wine often. Yeah. How many wines last year, 2005? How many bottles would you say you dumped? One or two. I dumped last year, dumped one glass, dumped. I dumped two wines. That's a big deal to dump a wine. Oh, yeah. And this is what this was. Big a huge deal. deal. And this was a dump wine. Yeah. yeah. 
So and for twenty dollars, that's a big disappointment. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Well, to bring things up, this is my insert <laughs> insert boner sound here. Okay, so hey. Oh, I'm sorry, wait. Sorry, be oh, be no. quiet so once set the boner. So this is right. the real boner sound, ready? There you go. Yeah. Uh, this is the Kalon Segar. This is we uh, The Kalon Segar. Yeah. Again, me mispronouncing things, it's during my life. But this uh, is so young, but I gotta tell you it's a two thousand three Kalon Segar. Kalon Segar. Right. It's expensive. Uh, it's sixty uh, percent cab forty this? Merlot. Um, actually, of all we places, just got it. we just got it. In. Yeah, well, of all places, I got it at a uh, at a large. Um, uh, anyhow, Don't get uh, oh, okay, I, I won't it, yeah. give I won't give anybody props. A, anything, a large but, retailer. Yeah. So anyhow, I got this, and I I got like three or four bottles of this. So wow. I was going out with one of my brothers who it's only a hundred bucks a piece. One hundred five bucks a bottle, but I got to tell you, and I will quote our website. This is one that is so still so young, but as a young wine, it is phenomenal. And if you buy it and sit on it, you will be rewarded with this one long term. I mean, it is balanced. Though it is young, it is so balanced and just so good. Though, you know what? If I had my choice of that or a couple bottles, the Larkmead uh, Firebell. Well, this or, or this or three bottles of Penarash. Yeah. I mean, it would be a tough call, but I'm telling you, though, this this was one of the best wines I've drank in the last year. That's how good it is. Whoa. And I don't throw that down that often. I gave this a uh, A minus A, and it's only an A minus factor because it is over hundred bucks a bottle. But I'm telling you, this was amazing. So, any other uh, final thoughts, can y'all? I about, can I talk about my my four dollar ripple? Oh yeah. <laughs> then we're over the ripple. So I broke out the night train. Yeah. And me and uh, Rita, we were hitting it. You know, we were. You know uh, what, Steve? Um, you should be giving props out or. You know, advertising out to uh, to Night Train and all those others because uh, you know they'll ask us to be our sponsor. Yeah, right? you're right. Sure. Okay, so let me I'm gonna, let me drop that because until I heard back from them, I ain't giving them shit. Right. Good call. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, we're gonna wrap this stuff up. We're the Three Wine Guys at ThreeWineGuys.com. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate even more your comments. Yeah. At info at ThreeWineGuys.com. Check out our site. Buy some gear. Take some pictures. Send it to us. We'll post it. And uh, Steve, are you one of the topless pictures? Yeah. Not of yeah. men, though. Right. So. Yeah, keep um, them coming. Uh, but anyhow, we do appreciate the comments. Send us questions. We're going to be doing a blogcast where uh, it will be uh, questions only. So. Uh, and uh, on, last thing I'd like to say is pass on that St. Hallett. All righty, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good night. com.
EmployCo presents Great Moments in Freedom. Paul, it's almost midnight. I know, Muffy, but the boys in the shop want me to get a new health insurance plan with better rates. Oh. I think I heard them talking about throwing me into the harbour yesterday. Mm. And that 401k plan is no picnic in the Glen, you know. But the redcoats are coming and you've got to warn the other colonists. Please hurry. But the tax forms, the king's people have been on my back for weeks. My midnight ride will have to wait. Now, dearie, go saddle up your horse. I'll just call those patriots over at EmployCo in the morning. They handle employee benefits, human resources, health insurance for any size shop so you can do what you do best. Right, in Poico it is. What a great moment in freedom. You didn't happen to see how many lanterns were in the church tower, did you? Oh, my word, can you believe our country's fate is resting on this man's shoulders? Well, I'm off, dearie. Don't forget to call me Poico. The red coats are coming. The red coats are coming. Great moments in freedom from EmployCo. Call us at 800-459-9800 and give yourself the freedom to succeed. Call 800-459-9800 or visit EmployCo.com.